0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furnace, and this is my show. Quinn David Furnace presents the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, July seventh, twenty nineteen. What's going on? How are you? This is me, this is my voice. I own this show. All rights reserved and no one shall redistribute or redisseminate this show or its broadcast without the um whatever they say, authorized consent of Major League Baseball, or in this case, the being, express written consent of Quindad Furnish Presents the Beantown Podcast and beantownpodcast.com. So there you go. This is, uh, this is me. We are the number one source for misinformation across the Internet. And, in fact, they got a lovely message um, from a fan on SoundCloud, we don't get a lot of messages on SoundCloud. They're usually um, through the website, but we got a message on SoundCloud this morning, a fan asking, hey, Quinn, if you're Town Podcast, I'm watching this Cubs game and their second baseman just made up. Horrific error and what should have been a double play. Um, the The fan asks, "Hey, if you're the Bean Town Podcast, but you're located in Baltimore, it was a little outdated. um, But if you're located in Baltimore, what's the deal?" And I just smiled and I sent a nice message back explaining the situation. But it was great because you know that's what that's really what we're here to do is spread that misinformation far and wide across the internet. We are the Bean Town Podcast, and we are one of the better podcast on the north side of Chicago and we're coming to you live from beautiful Rogers Park here it's a Sunday afternoon pretty picturesque congratulations to the women's national team winning the World Cup just a couple hours ago in France that was pretty awesome the game itself I didn't find and I this is a controversial opinion I didn't find it to be that exciting outside of like the 10 minutes um, late in the first half when the Dutch were really pouring it on. Otherwise, I was just kind of like, I didn't feel like the penalty was a penalty shot. Um, that's another d- double play opportunity. There it is. Um, and the second goal obviously was great. But I don't know. It was just, it never, especially in the second half, um, once uh, Rapino hit the penalty, it never really felt close. So I don't know, Hey, congratulations to them. I'm not complaining about anything. It was just everyone was saying how amazing a game it was. And I didn't, I don't know. I thought it was a good game. It wasn't like the most boring game of soccer we've ever seen, but it was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And now we're watching the Crosstown Classic, uh, Cubs-White Sox. Cubs have been playing a terrible game, uh, but they're still still hanging in there in the seventh. So we'll see if they can uh, stick around. And then tonight, Gold Cup Final, USA versus Mexico. Uh, actually, from Soldier Field here in Chicago. Uh, if you're curious, no, I'm not going because tickets are about two hundred dollars. Also, the game's at eight on a work night. Takes me about hour fifteen to get to Soldier Field, so not uh, not not planning on it. But I'll be watching it from the confines of my beautiful Rogers Park apartment. Um, Quick shout out before we do anything else to Uncle Andy and everyone over at Jack Links. We are gnawing, gnawing, G N A W I N G. It's a garand, garand, G E R U N D. It's when you add I N G to a verb. Gnawing on a little chub, and uh, you guys, if you follow me on Instagram Q dot Queen D. You know we received some big time jerky hardware uh, from Uncle Andy and our friends at over at Jack Links. <coughs> And uh, included in those two, well, I got two growlers. One of them I'm sipping from right now, drinking some H2O. Um, But when they were handed to me, they were full of gifts, including Jack Link sunglasses. One of those portable fans that you hold, handheld fans you hold, and it blows on your face like the after party at Steven Tyler's house. A whole bunch of little chubs a whole bunch of uh, fake or uh, whatever they're called, tattoos, extraneous tattoos. Is that the terminology we're using? Androgynous tattoos with Sasquatch on them and uh, the 10 pounds of jerky as well as a uh, jerky windbreaker. That's something that I haven't really gotten to use much because it's been balls to the wall hot, which I'll talk about in one second here. But um nice a nice windbreaker so uncle andy shout out to you and all ever, all our friends at jacklinks really coming in clutch there um this little chub man does it smell good when you take that first bite and you rip into the casing you just get that beef mm all up in your old factories. let's take a let's take a bite i'll give you the flavor profile mm it's delicious so But it is definitely summer here in the Chicago area. Humidity is high. Um, temperatures, as we speak today, are not bad. It has cooled off significantly. But so my new apartment, which I've been in for just over a month now, um, doesn't have air conditioning. So Fourth of July rolls around. You know, it's a Thursday of this last week. And I'm not usually hanging out at home, <coughs> excuse me, uh, during the day because uh, usually I'm at work or if it's a weekend, unless it's a day like today where there are like a ton of things, um, a ton of athletic events that I want to watch. I'm not usually just like lying around on the couch watching. But boy, I had been out really late on Wednesday night, didn't get home, home till about 2 a.m. and Then I I watched an episode of Stranger Things because it dropped at like, 2 a.m. on Thursday morning, so I didn't go to bed till honestly, about 3 or so, Um, so I woke up pretty late, probably around 9, and I was watching a little bit more Stranger Things, and then I was watching, there was something else I was watching, I don't recall what it was, but I'm just lying here in my apartment just getting toasted. You know, I got ceiling fans, which are nice, and I have a small portable fan, uh holmes is the brand and the model is the blizzard the blizzard um but boy it just wasn't really doing it for me side note i went on amazon and i splurged a little bit i ordered a a pretty heavy duty tower fan i get an email from uh there's a high fly ball into left that's a home run for garcia i think the guy who made the air earlier that I was uh complaining about. I was gonna use a choice term, but I realized I haven't given my listener discretion his advice tag. When you're listening to the Bean Town Podcast, number one, we'll occasionally use some uh bitchin language, which is the word I wanted to use. And number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Um but uh so I get an email from Amazon like via USPS literally this morning at probably I don't know ten AM, right when the soccer game's getting started. And I've been here uh, all morning except at, like, 8 o'clock I went out and I got some coffee. And I'm confident that USPS is not delivering packages at uh, 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I got an email and it says, We tried to deliver your package, but no one was home. Look for a note on your door explaining next steps. So first I'm like, well, this is BS because I've been home, and uh, they didn't ring the buzzer. And the thing about my apartment is the way they're stacked... You can there's six apartments per se in my building, um, and you can hear when any of those buzzers um, are buzzed from downstairs. So they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, bring any of them. And the other thing then is okay, like so they <clears throat> left a note, right? And I ordered this specifically to come Sunday because I knew I was going to be home all day. No note, nothing on the door, so. I don't really know. You know, we're just kind of kind of hanging out here. Apparently, they tried to deliver the package, even though I've been home the whole day. And uh, they didn't deliver it, but there are no, no notes on next steps. So that's fun. Thankfully, it's not too hot out today. Um, but moving ahead into the dog days of summer here, when it will be chilling out uh, in the 90s, um, that fan's going to be something I want, because they don't have AC. So I don't know if, you know, USPS is just like hanging on to it, if they're just, you know, like using it for themselves or or they decided, "Hey, we're just not going to deliver it." I don't really know what their plan is, but you know, should have happened today. I've been here. No call. That's the other thing. Why don't they just like either leave it outside, call, buzz, but what you can't do is drive up to the person's apartment. Not call, not knock, not buzz, and then drive away and say, we tried to deliver it. It doesn't really add up. It doesn't really compute. So I'm not too hot today because it's a a beautiful day in the mid-70s outside. And uh, my apartment doesn't tend to run too hot um, until you get up into that mid-90s range. But 4th of July was very hot. Eventually get out, invited to a friend's uh, get-together, which is very generous of them. And uh, went over there, ate a lot, drank a bottle of wine, and uh, we were gonna go see fireworks at Fullerton Beach. And uh, we had been misinformed by somebody I don't know who about the time we were told that they were starting at 9:45. So we get there at 9:45, and everyone's leaving because we missed them. So that was the end of that. Uh, it was a it was a solid Fourth of July though. I. I don't know. I um, was kind of mentally delirious the first half of the day because it was so hot. Um, And then the second half of the day was was good. It was good to be with friends, but also, like, it was the type of thing where you drink a lot, but you also eat so much that you're not really getting buzzed or drunk or anything. So you end up just, like, being terribly full of everything and a little bit dehydrated especially cuz it was so hot. So it was like it was a nice get together but um you know, I didn't really nothing really that interesting happened, which is a good thing. So I ended up working on Friday. Yes, for all of you out there, Quinn went to work on Friday. I'm talking about myself in the third person now. And uh, I was the only one there <clears throat> from my office held down the fort, new new kid on the block, gave an info session actually I had a couple people show up for my info session, and I was like, WTF, are you guys doing here? Like, go, excuse me, go uh, enjoy your holiday weekend, but they came anyways, like the aforementioned party at Steven Tyler's house, and then uh, left a little bit early to catch a train, and uh, went up to Milwaukee, hadn't been to Milwaukee since, uh, I don't know, April or so, Uh, that was good, and got to... Be with a dear friend of the podcast and former roommate of mine, Sam J. Anderson. Uh, One of the funniest people I know. We're going to get him on the podcast one of these days to talk about something. Maybe about the the Milwaukee Milkmen who play down in Franklin where the Carmex factory is. Uh, But Sam and I went to Summerfest. They got a blonde lady singing God Bless America, the seventh inning stretch. It's not Juliana Zobris, though. Oh, boy controversy, whatever happened is Ben's overs has just been like gone for like two plus months, maybe more than that. Like three at this point, he's just like gone. It's the weirdest. Has there ever been anything else like this? I'm sure there hasn't. I just didn't know about it, but like where a player is just like, like usually if there's like a, I, I know it's not, but if there's like a death in the family or something, the player's gone for maybe like one day, two days, but this Ben Zobris is like getting divorced, and he's been gone for like two and a half months, and it's just like, is like, what, what, what I don't understand. So it's so weird, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> what was I saying though? Oh, we went to Summerfest. I hadn't been to Summerfest since summer of 2016. It was great to be back. And what did she know? Last time I was at Summerfest, it was to see Death Cab for Cutie. And this time, guess who I saw? Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, boy, straight out of Bellingham, Washington. Great band. Ben Gibbard, love them. Uh, Of course, Chris Walla has left the building, but they're still good. And uh, it was was really nice to see them. Second time seeing them live. And then, right after that, The Killers, by way of... uh, what is it? Beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Is that the adjective they use? I think so. Um I had never seen the Killers Live. It was great. Um they're awesome, man. Those guys knock it out of the park every single night. And man, they tour like crazy. They were just doing Glastonbury last week. Um they, of course, played Milwaukee on Friday, and then yesterday they were in Cleveland to do something for um to like kick off the MLB All-Star week. So um, yeah, they're just, man, they just go, go, go. But it was cool because their, um, their current touring guitarist, Ted Sable, who's been playing on and off with the band for like 13, 14 years now, but he's from Fond du Lac at the base, the southern base of Lake Winnebago up there in eastern Wisconsin, not too far from Milwaukee, and it was great to see uh, Ted kind of return home uh to to play for the hometown crowd they it it was great we had a really good time and then actually saw another dear friend of the podcast and a hashtag brother of the podcast jack furnace at another concert right after that also at Summerfest. so it was a fun friday yesterday saw spider man far from home tom holland andrew gar oh boy i almost said andrew garfield jake gyllenhaal and uh of course samuel l jackson as nick fury Whatever the name of the the female lead is, I don't know. Um, and then uh, Ned, of course. It was fun. I'll, I'll always be a Sam Raimi Spider-Man guy myself, but enjoyed it none the less. It was a solid entry. Jake Gyllenhaal was excellent. Mysterio was a great character. And, uh, hey, I think I've, I've probably seen almost half the MCU movies now. You know, I still have to see, uh, let's see. All, pretty much all of them, and I've only seen the first Avengers. There are three other ones now, which is crazy. But I'm still, you know, I'm still catching up. So, so cut me some slack. Um, but came back last night. Mm. Little Chub, I just want did want to say again thank you so much to uh, my friend Sam for hosting me. Slept on his blow up bed. Oh, and we watched World Series of Poker. That was crazy. So. We were watching this, and it was probably from like 15 years ago, a final table, this Iranian-born English guy named Surinder, S-U-R-I-N-D-E-R, was playing in the finals against Tony G. You got to look up Tony G. Um, I'm going to chew here for a sec. Tony G is this Lithuanian former professional poker player who's now like a politician, and still plays like one poker match a year, who was just like this fat piece of lard with an Eastern European accent who was crazy irritating and just talks a ton of shit to try to get in your head and he had a huge lead um over surrender, and he totally should have won, but he really blew it he did not he made some really poor choices um when he was in the driver's seat. To allow Surrender to get back into it. Um, And. uh, Then Surrender grabbed him by the balls. And he just. He took him to to downtown. He took him downtown. So. Congratulations to Surrender. I know I'm about 15 years late on that one. But. Big win for him at the final table. And there's this. So I don't know what. Sort of TV. Kind of software. my, My friend Sam is running with. But. He has like select free channels. And one of them is the, I don't know if it's called the World Series of Poker Channel, but it's essentially that. And they just show old tables. Um And they've got these two guys who, like, host the television program. So they'll, like, talk for a little bit, and then they'll cut to a clip, and they'll come back to them. But these two guys were characters, man. One of them had this wild hair. And then, of course, because it's, like, a very specific channel, they run the same like three commercials every single commercial break. So it gets really old after a while. But it was it was fun. We watched we watched the game for an hour which I actually growing up I used to do. Um so we grew up we didn't have really cable, but we had network television and then there were like the free public channels which would have been like I don't don't really know how it worked, but we got like WGN, PBS, C-SPAN, C-SPAN 2, and then there were like these random ones. They were numbers like, oh, there was like WB, which is CW now, but then there would be like 15, 16, 17, 19, and 20 or something would be like these super random ones. And then occasionally like the cable people for internet or something would come out and like make a tweak. And there would be these moments of glory, not moments, but, like, long spans of, like, multiple months into years probably growing up as a kid where we would just get, like, random channels. And my family members listening to this one remember this. week? There was one point where we got ESPN in, like, it was, it was, like, in static. Like, you're something out in 1984 or something where you're, like, watching it and there's no sound and you just get a static picture. Um, so you have to, well, there is sound. It's whatever it is, black noise, white noise, whatever you call that, static noise. Um, I remember one time we were w- watching a Monday night football game with the black and white static on mute with the radio down, um, and we just listened to the radio and watched the like terrible picture quality. But that's what you do growing up. But another channel we had was... I don't even know what it was. I oh man, I'm trying to remember. I don't if Chicago Sports Network. I'm not sure if that's what it was. Um, it was something like that that they had, you know, back in the early to mid 2000s. But they would do a lot of uh, poker on there, and we would get to see some good poker matches occasionally. Um, that and I think the CW or the WB used to do like Friday Night SmackDown too. Oh wow, this Cups pitcher just got nutmeg down a ground ball. That's embarrassing. And almost hit him in the nuts. Um, yeah, I used to watch some of that as well. Undertaker and um I don't know. Oh, who is that? Kimbo Slice. Yeah, there's some good guys on there. But a little bit of nostalgia here watching World Series of poker. Let me get a let me finish off this little chub here, and then we'll get to the ads. Um, for July 7th, Cubs are making a pitching change. Looks like Steve Ciszek is coming into the game. Cubs with six hits today, only one run. That's embarrassing. Mm. But that's sort of what's been going on with me. Very busy week. Super social. I'm just a social guy. social network Andrew Garfield okay here we go let's pull up the ads on my phone are you tired of oh Home Pride Oregon are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time well Oregon listeners there is good news Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend Oregon is Bend's Or excuse me, boy, I can't do this ad today. It's on my phone, so the text is smaller. I'm used to doing it on my computer, um, but I'm kind of in a weird position today on the couch, and the phone is just that much more convenient. All right, let's start it over. Home Pride Inspection Service in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon... Is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe certified home inspector that you can trust, call Steve at 541-410-0316 or visit homeprideorgan.com. That's 541-410-0316. Or visit homeprideorgan.com. Home Pride Organ Inspection Perfection. I want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U Series. Rain, shine, sleet, hail, fire, and brimstone. 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 B-R-I-M-S-T-O-N-E. I don't really know what that is, but it sounds cool. The Samson Q2U Series is going to stick it out with you, whether you're in first judges, second judges. Are there multiple judges? Am I remembering that correctly? I don't know. There's a 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, 1st and 2nd Corinthians. There's three Johns, plus the original, the Gospel of John. Boy, isn't that confusing. How would you like to show up to the New Testament and be like, there are what, like 20 some books? One of them is John, and then another one is 1st John, and then there's 2nd John, and then 3rd John. That's just great. Um, Kind of confusing. What I'm trying to get at here is that when God speaks, he uses a Samson. Uh, Cuts by Q Here we go Bob and Weave We all know the hairstyle We all love it But how many Midtown Baltimore based Damn it Every time Okay This is real talk For a sec Every time I start the ads I think to myself I gotta remember To change these ads When I finish up Or just Change around the wording When I start reading Cuts by Q And then I start talking About Samson And Anything I say About the Samson Q2U series Is just improvise so I never, my mind, like my brain waves move to a different way of creative thinking. And then I start the cuts by cue it And I'm so excited because I know I get to sing at the end of it. And then I completely botch it. And, of course, I never change it. So let's try it one more time. Bob and Weave. We all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many north side of Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve, just like the after party at Steven Tyler's house. Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, but different. Cuts by Q it has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Cook County, Rogers Park, and Chicagoland, Illinois. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, call Cuts by Q at 815. Two nine eight seven two zero zero or email cuts by at yahoo dot com. That's cuts q u two q u two z. That's wrong two z q u t z by q at yahoo dot com. Oh, when you need a fresh do something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. White Sox got runners at the corners. 2 outs. That's not good. c not uh, not pulling his weight there, Steve. The old side hurler. Mm. All right. <clears throat> What's going on here? Bottom of the 7th. White Sox up 3 to 1. How the Cubs only scored 1 one run against White Sox pitching. That's just like you can't do that. Their starting pitching is so bad. The fact that they only put up one and It wasn't even against Nova. It was against their bullpen. Like, come on. All right. Got to stop complaining. Uh, What else is going on? Let's see here. Um, What else was I going to talk about? Oh, I remember now. I've had a couple uh, interesting public transportation rides lately. Not really mishaps, but more frustrations. So... Wednesday night, yeah, that's a strike three. Uh, Wednesday night, I'm riding the the red line up because I was at the White Sox game. They were playing Detroit, game two of a doubleheader, um, and I'm riding the the train up to Buena Park to meet someone there for a drink. My old stomping grounds. Actually, that's where this podcast coming full circle. My former roommate Sam and I used to live up there. Um, now no one lives up there, but I was meeting another friend up there for a drink. I'm riding the train up and we get into the loop, probably Jackson or Monroe and this flock again, flock F L O C K not Glock. It's a gun Glock and spiel. It's an instrument, a flock of young adolescent Italians packs into my car or my train and they are rowdy. And this was, mind you, probably 9 o'clock at night. Um, I don't know if they were on some sort of Spider-Man Far From Home reverse uh, school tour or what the plan was. But they were probably about 20 Italians from the ages of, I don't know, they looked like probably like 15 to 18. Um and maybe one chaperone who looked very tired, Mamma Mia, I don't blame her. And these Italian youths were very loud and rowdy. A lot of, And that's, you know, stuff you can't understand. And, you know, they're making the classic Italian hand signal when you say, Hey, Mamma Mia. You know, all the stereotypes I can imagine, you just got, you know, in the last five seconds there. But, Boy, they were they were really going for it and they uh they I got off before them um up around uh Sheridan. I don't know where they were off to. Maybe maybe the Italian American Community Center on the North Side or something, but boy, they they were loud. I'm just like, "Man, I get it. When I was young, I was probably loud too, but like I, I think there's something about Italians, and here I come on a stereotype. But I feel like Italians are a little bit louder, just like as a as a culture and as a way of talking. You know, the Chinese they have different tones and stuff. Uh, Americans can certainly be loud, but I think Italians are extremely loud too. I'm trying to think what are what are some other loud languages? You know, oh, bias just grounded out first pitch. That sucked. Um, loud languages. I I don't think of Spanish as being terribly loud. I certainly don't think of French as being that loud. Um, German I could see being a little bit loud. Dutch maybe. I have a history with the Dutch. It involves a bowling alley in Kigali, Rwanda, but that's a separate story. Um, but I don't know. I'm thinking Italians might take the cake for being loud. So sorry to inal- <coughs> alienate alienate all our venetian listeners but um hey i saw spider-man fire from home and that was partially in italy and i i liked it so in the worlds of Sally, in the worlds man i can't talk to this. It's been rough in the words of sally field you like me um then the other thing i was taking the amtrak home last night from milwaukee to chicago and i go back to the quiet car um just because like, why not? You know, all I'm going to be doing is like resting my eyes and listening to my iPod. Um, so I'll go for that quiet location. So I sit probably three rows from the front of the train as you're walking back into it. And right before we're about to take off, these two guys who seem pretty, whatever, innocent at first, they they come walking back and they sit so the seat in front of me is open, and then that seat across the aisle is open as well. So they sit in those two seats, and boy, it was quickly revealed not only by how they were acting, but literally by them saying we're drunk, that they were drunk. And they were like coders or something or developers of some kind, and they both had their laptops out. And apparently they were doing work, and they... <laughs> One guy who was in front of me was like, "Man, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can code this stuff while I'm drunk." And the other guy was like, "Dude, I code stuff drunk on the weekends all the time. Like, it hasn't failed me yet. I haven't gotten fired." Um, so I don't know how well you actually can code while you're drunk. We'd have to get a. There's Anthony Rizzo gonna ground into another double play. Wow. Well, there's the end of the Cubs eighth. That sucked. Um, boy this game has been frustrating uh, I don't know if you can uh, I'm sure if you practice enough you can get pretty good at coding while drunk but it just seems like a challenging thing you know uh, I don't know maybe we can get someone to chime in on that if you want to, to ask us a question or answer any of our questions that we have for you, you can always email us podcast at yahoo.com again that's beantown B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N podcast at yahoo.com. We love to hear from you, whether it's complaints, grievances, or you just need to bitch a little bit. We are happy to listen to those comments. Uh, and thank you to our, our fan, our friend of the podcast who messaged us on SoundCloud. Cause you can always do it there as well, as well as direct message, um, on Instagram, Q.queendee or Twitter at BeantownCast, um, or the website BeantownPodcast.com. Um, so my long story short with these two train stories is watch out for Italians and watch out for drunk coders. They were probably, like, talking very loudly to one another for the first 30 to 40 minutes of my train ride, which just really pissed me off because, one, it was the quiet car. Two, I was in a mode where I'd just been, like, go, go, go for a while, and I was mentally just, like, getting pretty exhausted. Um, and so I really just wanted, like, peace right tranquility and they were just not giving it to me um not giving it to me the way I deserve cuts by Q style so eventually they did quiet down and literally you know for the last hour so there was no problem so it wasn't the whole thing which um I was very thankful for but yeah you got to watch out imagine oh boy oh imagine if it was a Gang or a flock of drunk adolescent Italians who are also coding. That would be the ultimate beatdown. I've never, you know, I've never gotten into uh, battery or assault, but I don't know. You know, I don't know what's gonna happen if those if if you know the adolescents were drunk and they were trying to code because I might have just smashed their computers. Who knows? It's all retrospective now. Nostalgic as well. Well, how are we doing here? Thirty-five minutes. I think that's about good for a, a an episode that's um actually about nothing to to get up this far. I can live with that. Let's see, we covered all our bases here. We recapped the week. Um we're hoping to get some guests on pretty soon here. Um because we've got a couple things. A couple people lined up. we just haven't found the right time to record yet, which is too bad. Um, not next week, but the week after I'll be in washington d c we might try to might try to broadcast from there. We've done some work in d c before most famously on my instagram. You go to at q dot um, there's a great highlight it's a collection of probably fifteen or twenty um pictures slash videos with some fun texts and some fun voiceovers uh, from this past winter when we were on assignment in D.C. for the day. Uh, So we're going back there in two weeks, might try to get back in on that political action. Otherwise, just riding out summer, you know, and maybe, maybe USPS will deliver that fan at some point, or maybe they're just holding on to it. Or maybe, can you imagine if it was just like, we're not going to deliver your package, what would I even do? I mean, they, they didn't even try the first time. Again, no knock, no buzz, no call. They No note. That's the other thing. They, you know, Usually they'll leave a note that says, like, we'll try again tomorrow, which wouldn't work. Or they'll say, like, your package is being held at this address, whatever. No note, just casual. So IDK, you know? It's your classic I D. Okay, I say IDK because it saves some time. I don't know, IDK. I don't know. Um last thing here, I'm still waiting for the library. It's been like a week now, which is disappointing, because I was hoping to have it this weekend for um ample reading time, because I've had three days off in the last four days. Um but uh Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. According to Stephen King, his scariest book. Um I have never read it and I am looking forward to reading it once the library acquires it for me. I finished Doctor Sleep. Wanted to read the book ahead of the movie coming out. This uh, is it October, November, something like that. Ewan McGregor and Rebecca Ferguson. Book was was okay. It's a Shining sequel. If you don't know, it wasn't my favorite Stephen King. I didn't dislike it. Um, it was still good in terms of uh, ter- you know in terms of fiction. Like it's it's actually still great, but it's not really a horror movie. It's more of a thriller but even then i don't know it was kind of just like a story and stuff happened like a fantasy supernatural type thing it wasn't really a horror book the way the shining was um or the way like vintage stephen king was it reminded me a lot more of the stand so i'm looking to get into uh or not get back into but uh dig into some horror Stephen King. I've read most of his big hits now, but one of them I haven't read is Pet Cemetery. The other one would be It, but that is such a long book that I feel like i got to set aside a couple months for that. TBH, I say TBH sometimes, saves time to be honest, TBH. Um, so that's what's going on with us at Beantown. Again, don't forget to share us with your friends. We've got our Beantown buttons. They should be arriving any day now, ready to distribute to the fans. We've got 100 count, I believe, or 50. I don't recall. We'll count them when we get here, and we'll let you know. Um, but if you see uh, you run into me on the street, you say, Hey, Quinn, I'd love a Beantown button to support the show. Let me know, and I'll let you have one. That's what's great about this country. All you got to do to support us Listen to the podcast. Wear the button. God bless America. God bless the Beantown Podcast. All right. Happy 4th of July to everyone. Uh, Don't forget um, all the ways to contact us. Also plug the White Noise Podcast hosted by my dear friend Matt and me. And you can find new episodes weekly, except for this past week. It was a holiday week, and Matt was traveling, and then there's also... um, some personal stuff going on. So uh, you'll catch us a uh, new episode this next week at some point. Um, but if you haven't listened to any episodes yet, go listen. They're fun. We have a good time. And... uh I think it's worth, worth worth your time. So that's all we got here, uh, Bean Town Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us anywhere podcasts are sold: iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Player FM, not Castbox yet. I got to do that manually, and I'm still getting around to it. Um, and maybe some other places. Who knows? Hey, if anyone finds any exotic places where you can find the Beantown Podcast, let us know, because we would love to promote that as well. Thanks to Uncle Andy, thanks to Jack Links, and all the little chubs out there. And then thanks to our sponsors, Cuts by Q, Home Pride Oregon, and the Samson Q2U Series, an unofficial sponsor because they haven't responded to my messages yet. Maybe I'll give them a Beantown button. Thanks to Sam Anderson for hosting us up in Milwaukee. Thanks to uh, everyone for listening. All right, for Quinn David Furness and the Bean Tom Podcast. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Be kind to one another, and we'll check in on you later.